Welcome to the Nikos Show, Vladimir. Vladimir Serharchov, did I get it right? Yes, thank you. Thank you, Nikos. Thank you very much for coming on the show at Church Notice and in Church Crazy Times. Um, we're just speechless of what's happening in Ukraine. In, one, in some ways, I wish I was back there. Uh, but also, I'm glad to be in Austria because I can help coordinate things for support as well. Right. Speechless, man. Speechless. Well, what can I say? You probably watch the news and um, everybody has their perspective of you know the the horrible things happening um every day we have uh different different uh updates on a cities being burned and then taken by russians and then uh, taken back by the ukrainians by our armies and so i i try to watch it monitor on telegram channels and post it in english for our english speakers friends all around the world um difficult times very difficult times and uh i have just spoken to my friend in kiev she's there they are hiding from the from the shelling in kiev they were not able to leave and they're watching uh from the windows when they see tanks they don't know if it's russian tanks or ukrainian tanks uh, of course you you're terrified but um you know, if you have if you have faith, you can you can stand strong. So I believe most of our people are standing strong right now. In a moment, you know what it feels like to me. It feels like like Israel in 1967 when they had the invading countries around them, the nations on the edge of survival. Right now, we're on the edge. We don't know if Kiev will be taken or not. And if Kiev is taken, then I guess. The leadership falls back to some other part of the country, um, but really, it feels like only God can save Ukraine now. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We, you know, we strongly we feel when we pray, we feel that uh, God is encouraging us not to give up on the idea that He will protect us. And um, as you mentioned just a couple of minutes ago. We, we hear a lot of prophecies, dreams, vision, different things that people see about the protection of our country. So when, when, uh, you, know, when you think about it, there, there is an invisible realm where you have angels around us. And <laughs> that's really encouraging. And um, I believe we will stand just because there is, an, there is invisible realm and this is the attack of evil against Ukraine. It's not a political attack. It's not uh, just, you know, attack on democracy or free Europe. It's, it's an attack on the freedom of people who gained freedom uh, you know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago. We first got, first got our freedom from the Soviet Union, then we got our freedom back again in 2014 when the uh, when Yanukovych uh, fled Ukraine, our Russian uh, put president basically. So, I I refuse to believe that God yep. gave us freedom twice and now we will lose it. I I refuse to believe that, and we are praying for going through this and putting going down. I really feel, and and if you were to apply natural logic to the situation, you look at the statistics of the armies. Mm-hmm. You, you wouldn't really 
put a bet on, on Ukraine winning this thing. But I just feel like God is here. I actually feel these his angels around. Like there's something going on in the spiritual realm I can't explain. And that's that's the only encouragement I can give. I don't have a military army or, or funds of money to actually do any significant thing. But I can encourage the Ukrainian people that I feel God is with Ukraine. That's the only thing I can give. Yeah. I You know, this person I mentioned, I spoke to, she said... I want. I wanted to leave Kiev. I wanted to go home. We wanted to flee. But when we prayed about it, I felt if I leave, the protection that is around me, the protection of God is around me, will go with me. So I need to stay. So all the people who don't know God would be protected. And I believe lots of believers they feel the same way. They need to, really to stay there. Yeah, they need to stay there. To you know, to be the people of the covenant of the blood covenant of Christ because that's that's the only thing that can be sure something that we can hold on to is the covenant I don't know how much you talk about the Bible on your show but, all, all you uh, want me all you want yeah but what you know when I was uh, you know when the war started and and we you know you'll look for something to hold on to something that doesn't move you know it says we're receiving the kingdom immovable we can uh unshakable it says in our bible it's, it's uh, hebrews 12 receiving the kingdom unshakable will keep the grace by which we will serve god with fear and trembling so you want to hold on to something in the spiritual realm and so what i i'm really holding on to is the blood of the covenant and the blood of the covenant is the blood of the new covenant and the new covenant has three parts to it. I just studied that. I just heavily studied. Lord, what is our covenant? How can we hold on to the covenant? And the Lord says, I will put my uh, laws in your thoughts and in your heart. I will be your God. You will be my people. And you will know me. From the little to the big one, you will know me. So this, this is basically three things. I will put my laws in your heart. I will be your god you will be my people just like israel was his people before and now it's one new man israel and gentile through the blood of the covenant he's our god now and then also he said i will um you will know me personally that's the personal knowledge because i will be merciful to you i will forgive your sins i will remember them no more and that's the blood redemption uh, basis so, so, so that's what's really, you know, when we're praying now, I say, Lord, we are the people of covenant. We're not Israel. Our land is not Israel. This is not Israel land. But wherever we are, we are the people of the covenant. So that gives us such, such strength in prayer, such, such hope that I believe we will win. We will win. Whatever happens, however it will look like, but God will not let his people of the covenant down in Ukraine. That's what I strongly believe. I really feel now for the people of Israel because Ukraine is experiencing the same pressure that Israel felt, its existence and survival, and you really can yeah. relate. And another thing that um, Putin has brought to Ukraine is the sheer love of Ukrainians for other Ukrainians, the unity. I even feel it being a thousand kilometers, uh, 700 kilometers away, the, the love, the outpouring, the unity mm. on um, on Twitter. Mm. I'm, I'm being fighting on Twitter all day long. And trying to combat this information and um, to support some of the the ministries there, you know, um, 
but also the world. The world's behind Ukraine. People are are buying Ukrainian flags. I just bought seven Ukrainian flags today. Um, <laughs> the whole world knows about Ukraine. The whole world will support Ukraine. And um, when Ukraine survives this crisis, Ukraine will be a world a world power. People will be supporting Ukraine economically, business wise. People will be proud to come to this country. This this country has changed forever now. Yeah. I agree with you. The only thing I regret is that when our president, which I really respect and love and pray for, he never mentions God in his speeches. He never mentions. He he says now his his speech now is that um, all only hope we have is our army. The only hope we have. But I know that there is an army of angels behind our army. That's what we believe, and. I just pray that he would recognize that, 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 you know, some things happen miraculously. Even recently, you know, our, one of uh, um, the analysts um, on, on the program, he said, you know, these 18 years, 18 year old boys who never tasted uh, gunpowder, they uh, resisted a, a whole a battalion of tanks. They burned f- uh, four tanks, never uh, having, having done it before. And they stood so strong. He says, that's amazing. He's a, he's a non-believer. He says, that was uh, fantastic. He said, that's, that's unbelievable. People can do that. This you know, was some uh, anti-tank weapons? Yeah, they used some anti-tank weapons. But they st- uh, we, we stood, you know, Russian professional Russian soldiers with tanks. This is unheard of, man. This was literally unheard of. You see what uh, Russia does in places like Chechnya and Syria and... Georgia. I think Georgia's being invaded now as well. Georgia? No, I haven't heard. I heard Taiwan. I heard um, China has uh, seizing the moment to... China's been to Taiwan now? Take, take uh, Taiwan over, yeah. This is From world war, man. This is this is world war. Yeah, it's... If so. Well, I don't know if you've heard uh, any prophetic about the, the last Ezekiel war against israel again going back to israel everything will come back to israel at the end because all that you know everything that russia is doing now also will actually finally will be led to the war ezekiel war 37 38 against israel that's right because people used to read that bible passage in 2010 and think that can't be russia it can't be somebody else but now we're seeing biblical prophecy playing out and that means that Putin must have a. I was I was on a, I was on a pretty pro Putin radio show the other day, and uh, I was trying to be positive. I was basically saying I hope he's rational. I hope this is all just a, uh, a bluff, right? But now I don't think he's rational at all. I think he's, he's not stupid because he's, he's intellectually astute. I think he's possessed. I think he's under a spirit. Yeah, his you know, own. And- yeah, his own. Uh, sorry to interrupt. His own uh, countrymen. They they say you know they could not believe he would he would start that war because the the you know everything speaks against it. Everything says don't do it. You know, do it in in any other way, but don't do the uh, this full scale invasion. Don't 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 uh, turn the the whole world uh, against Russia now because Russia will suffer. People and who will, will want to do business with Russian people for the next 50 years if they do not stop immediately? If I was working with business people in Russia right now, the business is done. I'm not doing it. We cut the business. This is exactly. destroying the economy in Russia. 
Exactly. What are they going to do business with China? Once America stops trading with China and people boycott Chinese goods for supporting Russia? Because that's what people are going to do. I'm not going to buy stuff from China. I messaged Anchor today, stop buying, stop selling your stuff in China. It's making stuff in China. I'm not buying. I was going to buy something. In fact, I need to cancel the order. Right. What, 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 Russia are isolating themselves now. Yeah, but but I think that in in uh, Putin's thinking, it's um, an opportunity to change the tables around, just to change everything, to change all the the scales, the leverage in the world. It's he be- he really believes he he will become the superpower with China too, because what we hear that you know he is really afraid of China. So they want to be friends with China against the whole, the rest of the world, it seems. Because otherwise, it's like he, he put everything on that, on this war now. He says, it's, I will prove to the world that I can take this, this land that I was, I'm sorry to, to use the, the term raping for eight years. I will make this, this, this Ukraine girl bow down and kiss my sandals. In front of the whole world, and Putin course, has no way out. He has no exit. Yeah, he has no exit. Russia now owns Ukraine something like fifty billion pounds in reparations, war reparations. They must pay that money back. Every bridge has been destroyed. Every tank, home, death, yeah. hospital. Russia owes Ukraine, and the world must enforce its reparations. Yeah, I don't even want. We, we we even not. You know, we are not even thinking about that yet. But include all the war crimes right now everything that's happening we have report after report they are shelling the hospitals they are shelling civilian cars civilian residential areas and apartment buildings just directly it's not they are saying on their news that they are shelling only you know with with some um super super um sharp weaponry just, just specific military bases, but you have tons of videos, tons of proofs. They are attacking civilians, just killing civilians. Yeah, they see the one with the jet, shot the missile right next to that toddler. Yeah, that's Kharkiv in in the, on the, on the, on the, and and it didn't explode. That's one the one you're talking about. The, no, the I saw I saw one where there was woman and a child was in the window, and they're looking at the window, and like you yeah. see this small dot bit of black spot, which is the jet approaching. And then okay. you see the smoke from the missiles, and the missiles come and explode the next door building. And there's another okay. video I saw where this child was blown to pieces. And then there was one where uh, there's a man and his wife or something in a car driving by some Russians, and the Russians were just taking pot shots at them, right? And then we have all these Chechens coming over um, from that nation. And uh, I've said some things in Twitter I probably regret, but uh, I'm just I just can't contain my anger right now, you know. I'm probably going to go to Twitter, delete some of those things, but you know, it's, I'm I'm not really thinking rationally sometimes what I'm saying. But as long as we stay close to God, we can make good decisions, you know. And yeah, that that's what is dangerous about war. That that's what we, you know, I caught myself uh, last night that I'm I'm so much into that anger and and uh, so much into that uh, uh, mode of of. Uh, needing to kill them you know those who came to kill us needing to to destroy that i you know i caught my heart i said where's my focus i had to stop i had to say that's not the right focus because my first citizenship is in heaven i'm the ambassador of heaven here i'm the one to carry 
the power of God, the power of heaven, the anointing of God in my prayers. And, and we do pray. We do pray that uh, um, the enemy's arms would not work. We do pray that our soldiers would be protected supernaturally, that fear and trembling would come uh, among the troops of, of the invaders. Fear and trembling, confusion. And that's, that's our prayer, but not our uh, hate. Because, mm -hmm. you know, what I was thinking today about the, the blood, again, coming back to the blood, because in spiritual realm, blood, is what is the most important thing, the, 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 the power of the blood. The Bible says that the blood of Jesus, the blood of Christ, speaks louder than the blood of Abel. The blood of Abel is the blood of the brother killed by his own brother. That's what the Rus Russians is right now, right now doing. They, they're killing their own brothers, and we have to kill them in our land. But it says that the blood of Jesus cries out loud, better things. It cries out about the justification, about mercy. It cries out about God being able to move on our behalf still, if we believe. Because the blood of Jesus speaks better things. It speaks stronger because he gave his life uh, voluntarily. Abel lost his life involuntarily. He was, he was killed. So just like we have in our land right now. But I believe the blood of Jesus speaks very loudly. If we, it says they overcame him, right? By the blood of the lamb, by the word of their testimony, and they didn't love their life unto death. So mm. we are very close, you know, with this war, what I feel. By the way, I got, <laughs> I got a, a call in tomorrow to, you know, I don't know if they will draft me in, in the military or not. They might. Because I used to, I served in, in, uh, in the Soviet army. A long time ago so I can I can shoot I can do if I need to I will do that but I, of course I'm praying that God would use me however he wants but even if I have to go to to battle to the battlefield I know that I need to carry that uh, love of God and and uh, faith and and shine wherever I can shine with with his his light so yeah it's so wise that we don't get up wrapped up in the spirit of hatred because that's also what Satan wants. Yeah. Well, another thing that if I would speak directly to the Russian soldiers is that if you're really orthodox Christian, Christian, you have to look at Jesus' passage. It says, whatever you did to the least of me is my brethren, you did it to me. So if you believe that these laws by Putin are immoral and yet you follow them and go and kill civilians, you will have to ask answer to Jesus Christ on Judgment Day why you killed this fellow brethren. And you have to think about that. Are you prepared to stand before Jesus just because you're following orders of Putin? Understandably, you're under a lot of pressure. We get that. You know, you might be forced to fight, but you have to fear God. Exactly. That's that's the main main issue that it has always been, but especially when your life is under threat. That's why it says they love not their life unto death you know it's not, not it's not just the blood of the lamb it's not just the word of the testimony but it's also you know the the, the price of your life and uh, just as in the time in times of, of hitler remember we always remember that that when in the times of hitler christians were singing you you have that that example of history christians were singing hymns louder not to hear the cries of the jews being taken to concentration camps and they would not stop. And, and again, the sol soldiers would obey 
Hitler just because you know he was uh, he was the power he was the power of the hour he was same had the same evil uh and and pride spirit but my question is okay what what would you do you know what what will what would you do if you're standing you know you're giving a machine gun and there is somebody they say if you don't kill these guys we will kill you that's you know, as simple as that Who's well there's been psychological either? studies that the vast majority of people would take the gun and shoot the civilians most people would do it according to jordan peterson yeah unfortunately if you most don't people, have most, you know yeah, yeah. if you don't have higher citizenship if you don't have what you say if you don't believe in the afterlife if you don't believe this life exactly is just a, a small piece of eternity you're crossing the eternity and you will look back on these days that's how i'm thinking now god help us to look at this day today from the point of the future of the eternity so we would not be ashamed we would never be ashamed how we behaved in this hour we would not let that fear that uh, whatever selfishness whatever laziness take over so we would be ashamed looking back so let us do everything we can now as if we are already standing there at the judgment seat and jesus is asking us hey guys did you did you know what i i've done for you did you know uh, you know my word did you know my power did you know all that you had in your hands and we would say lord yes but you know we were afraid no we, we will not be afraid. We cannot be afraid in this hour. The, so the Russian the, soldiers need to understand. They are, I see them as Christians, right? Orthodox Christians, Catholics, whatever. But when Jesus talked about hell, he talked to Christians about it. Not to unbelievers mostly. He warned the Christians. So if you're in here killing Ukrainians mm -hmm. un, under laws you feel are un immoral, then you're a threat. You could potentially burn in hell forever and ever and ever because of your decisions. And you'll always regret obeying Putin. Is hell, is Putin worth your salvation? People, Russian soldiers are dying. They're going to meet, they're meeting Jesus. And, and yeah. the blood of Jesus doesn't, doesn't it, it, there's many warnings in the scriptures about, you know, he didn't say, um, whatever you didn't do to the least of these, my brethren, but I'll just let you off of it because you've in the world of Jesus. He says, no, but depart from me into the everlasting fire. This is the most terrifying verses in the Bible. Yeah, that's why war is so so dangerous, I believe, because things happen so fast. It's like you, you don't even have time to, to think. You know, before this war was coming, we all felt, we all had, again, those pro prophetic um, utterances and dreams about a dark cloud coming we need to prepare the day of evil is coming so prepare while you have time because when the day of evil comes you have no time to prepare you will act naturally you will act uh instinctively whatever you were doing before you know for 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 the last year or two you will be doing in the time of crisis so that's why we're encouraging believers pray in the spirit stay in the spirit learn to to, to have this heavenly vision this this uh um uh, perspective of the kingdom of god behind you and around you so you don't lose heart you don't become um you know a, 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 just a puppet in in a show um in these last days so that's that's exactly what's happening if if i i can say you know we have two understandings of christian you say you know they're christian by 
not being a Muslim, Muslims. They're Christian by religion. But we, we know, right, you and I, we know that to be a Christian means much more than to have a, um, you know, a label of religion. It's to be born from God, born, born from the Spirit. So you need to be born again, Jesus said. So if you don't have that revelation of the kingdom, you're not born again, you don't see those things. You know, you, 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 you can easily see evangelical Christians as infidels. I, I wrote about that, you know, the, the Orthodox Church, Russian Orthodox Church sees us evangelicals as infidels that are worthy to be killed. We are the same as Americans. What? Oh, yeah. Sure. You we said we that? are agents. We are agents of the American CIA. Evangelicals in the east of Ukraine and Donbass, they are CIA agents. So they, they need to be annihilated. The, the, <laughs> the Russian Orthodox Church says this. Yeah. Yeah. The agents yeah. of the CIA. Yeah. That's a new one for me. Do you know how many and how many Christians were, were killed, taken, you know, taken their possessions, taken their houses, cars in Donbass? You know, no, I, I personally know a lot, a lot. Uh, I personally know um, a case of four four brothers uh, burned in their car in the very beginning in in twenty fourteen in uh, um, near Slavansk somewhere it was, and uh, there was a pastor with with two sons I think and and there were four guys who were just because the the militants the the separatists were taking uh, the cars they needed to to seize cars seize seize vehicles and these guys just happened to be there for four ministers four brothers so they 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 seized their car i think they gave they they, they there was another another um, worse car there they they let them drive away and then they just uh, shoot a, a grenade on them and and all four of them died. And you knew these guys? But I didn't know them personally, but I met uh, the widow. I uh, it was the widow with eight kids, by the way. One of the uh, one of the brothers' uh, wife. So the satanic man, just yeah. Pure and then, and then what happened for two years? Then for two years they wouldn't tell they were dead. For two years, this wid widow and the, you know other families of these four guys were told that these guys are still alive they're still in prison they're still kept but that then after two, two years only they were told you know you you know they're dead so this they told really them they cruel. told them the widows how they killed them no no they said they just found the bodies so right. they, later on they found out how it had happened <sighs> Man, I don't, I don't know where to go from here, really. I mean, I'm just checking the news quickly because how do you deal with it? You can't prepare for the biggest war in Europe, you know? Yeah, if you, if you, if you think how, uh, how things developed, like in 20, 2014, when I went to, to Slavyansk, just, you know, we, we went there with my brother just to try to help somehow, and I saw... I saw, you know, the shelling points. I saw uh, a church that was, was captured. I don't know if you know the story, but uh, in Slavyansk there was a church that was um, seized by by the separatists and used as a military base with with arms in in the basement. They used it for about one month uh, as their as their residence, and the church had to to hold me meetings there, come every day, and they, these guys were with, with machine guns. Uh, controlling them and they would bring they would bring um cannons 
alongside the church and shoot at the Ukrainian army and then turn around and shoot at the city to accuse um, accuse the Ukrainian army you know, to t- make a picture for for and I couldn't believe that you know, if I didn't uh, talk to the I said how could they shoot at the all, their own city you know they did and they were some of them were citizens of that city they were um, uh, inhabitants of that city but now when you look at the scale of what's happening you know watch all the videos how they, how they shoot at the civilian cars how they shoot at the hospitals how they you know in the center of Europe, these people are, uh, uh, are acting as vicious terrorists, as wolves. They they come in in the, in the uh, you know among the the people who are, are armed, you know, have no arms. They're not soldiers, and they just start killing whoever they see. You know where you know in the twenty first century, how 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 could we have that? We said, oh Hitler, he was so cruel. You know, he would burn. He would burn people. He would he would uh, send people to you know uh, to to concentration camps. But right now, you you come with a machine gun. I I, I can ask you a question. Let let's say could a, a soldier from um, uh, NATO army, let's say Scottish army or British army or whatever German army, could a soldier like that come among the civilians in Russia and just start shooting at the civilians? That's my question. No, no, no way. Why not? How, you know, what is the difference? <laughs> yeah. That's what I believe is the difference in the worldview of Putin and his army right now. And, you know, Ukraine and our army. We, our army would never have done that. We would never have shot at civilians. Never. Although this is what they accuse us of. They're accusing us of shooting the civilians, they call us fascists, uh, Nazis, and so on. Putin's calling me, honestly, I've been coming to Ukraine 14 years, and the word Nazi could not be described of anybody I know in Ukraine. (laughs) Yeah, where do you get that? Right? It's just, or, 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 um, what's the other things they call them? I I forget, this is so ridiculous, some of the things that people say about this this Russian propaganda machines, biolabs or something like that, and I've I've heard, there's the secret American biolabs that we're not aware of, and, and Russia's here to protect the world by blowing up the biolabs. Like, what, that's the worst thing you would do to to, mm. to spread pathogens, just distribute the, the the pathogens through uh, through the atmosphere. You know, it's just it's just stupid. Well, it's not not just. Uh, I believe it's not just stupid. That's so evil that people. You know, it's like a spell. I describe it the other day as a spell. It's like. Normal people, they just start thinking in an absolutely different way, just like Ger- uh, Nazi German did. You know, it was a spell. It was, you know, Hitler's Hitler's uh, occult battalions that were working behind the scenes to to really uh, translate that to to really broadcast that spell on people's minds, and that's what is done by Russian propaganda has been done for these last eight years. People people just hear the narratives the nazis have taken over kiev the nazis have you know just a group of nazis have taken over kiev and they control and the russians really believe that it's it's no how could you believe that well you if you hear it long enough and everybody says so you think well something is wrong with me if i don't believe that so i i better just repeat that i better just believe that's what's happening because you know if the majority says so they know it and what's the like, yeah go ahead 
And what is it that Putin uses? Um, he says we are we um protecting Russia from from NATO, um from Ukraine joining NATO, but Ukraine hasn't joined NATO, and even if they did, then Russia would know about it. So, like, they, it would take Ukraine years to, to join NATO. So, like, they, they're they're using something that may happen as a context for for um justification for invasion. You know, Putin has nowhere to go. He has nowhere to go, justifiably. Yeah. Um, one of the analysts, Russian, Russian, uh, um, what do you call it? Opposition analysts that were sent out of Russia, they had to flee Russia. They named several reasons, deep reasons, why Putin hates Ukraine. First reason was it's his personal offense. He personally offended with Ukraine because of Yanukovych, because he invested so much in his regime so much money he he helped him to to basically steal and and rob ukraine for many years and 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 ukrainians have cast him out they they he had to flee so he's personally offended he lost capitals in ukraine and then secondly he hates the freedom of ukraine he hates it that some ukraine you know in his mind it's not even a country that's what he says they can build a free country and my citizens are watching them, you know, being, uh, you know, building something like in is in the West where they all go, where their kids go to study, where they go for recreation, where they go to have fun. They don't go to Siberia to, to have fun. They go to Europe and to, to America to have fun and to relax and really feel themselves dignified and feel themselves, you know, free, free people. They go to Europe, but they hate Ukraine becoming like Europe and being close with Europe because, you know, they can never achieve that in Russia. In Russia, they have to have the control. So that's why this inner hatred, the personal offense, the inner hatred for the freedom in Ukraine. And he created this world, you know, Nazis. Okay, I will, I will create lies. His KGB mentality. How do you create lies, you know, to, to put them in front of you so you, people would not see your real intentions? So his real intention is to build the USSR. His real intention is to, to prove to the whole world that he he's not going to allow NATO to advance. He's going to advance and, and rebuild the Soviet Union with Belarus, mm -hmm. Ukraine, Russia, and, and Kazakhstan and other countries. So that's the three reasons. And and that's that's very ambitious. And I believe, you know, the Bible says God resists the proud, and his arrogance has reached the heavens. And his arrogance will be brought down. He will be humiliated. There will be huge humiliation. I don't know how it will turn out, but I think he has already been humiliated. He was expecting, that's what he's broadcasting right now in Russia. Hey guys, we, we are invading Ukraine. Russian, uh, Ukrainian soldiers surrender. Everybody surrenders. They are just applauding us. We are in. We'll take Kiev in a couple <laughs> hours. And... Uh, there are lots of people of Russians we are saving. They they just wait for us to to come and and so he can fool he can fool his people for a while. He has been fooling them for eight years. So I no wonder he. But I know that throughout these eight years there is there are lots of Russians. They don't watch that Russian propaganda. They don't believe that propaganda. They know what's really going on. So this is our prayer, that God would really open their eyes, open the eyes of the church, open the eyes of, of uh, the civilians in, in Russia, and they would just wake up. And they will. They will wake up. 
especially after all the sanctions, they will wake up. Yeah, and um, they are now accountable as well. They've seen it, and God will judge them for how they take this information, you know, because, you know, the, there's no there's no covering of what what's going on in, in Ukraine. There's atrocities, you know. And um, Zelensky, like, he's what's, what is it that Putin says? He says he's oppressing the people and stuff like that. Zelensky's cleaned up a lot of the country. He's cleaned up a lot of the criminals. It's a better country to live in. People feel safer in this country. Yeah, at least he's he's trying his best to you know to be honest. He's trying his best to to uh, build a free country. That's what I admire about him. All all is is you know all he needs is to get get saved, to come to know God, and to give Him the glory for for what is happening right now, even during this war. But but what is interesting that uh, you know he's a former clown, you know, and uh, uh, that's what. <laughs> Not clown, That's but even I mean, more offensive a, to Putin, right? <laughs> entertainer, yeah, he's an entertainer, and I think that is also it's like offense, offense number four. It's like, who is this? Who is this? You know, trying to resist me, but actually, I believe without Zelensky knowing it, God is using him in a mighty way, in a mighty way. He's you know he's so bold. He's 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 uh, he's not afraid of anything, anybody in the West, and he's not timid at all he he you know and i believe that's supernatural he, yeah he's walking he, around the ukraine with his bodyguards saying i'm here he's not leaving kiev most western leaders would have already flown to france or something like that yeah um, i admire him for that i admire him for that he and i just pray that he would not give in to you know the idea of just you know negotiating at the cost of the freedom of ukraine at the cost if he of negotiates russia People will, will be horrible. Many people, will, more people will die if they negotiate now. Who knows what happens? Look at what the atrocities the Russians did in World War Two. Okay, they were they had a lot of atrocities committed against them by Germany. Yeah. But the Russians also did a lot of atrocities to the German women as well. And Ukrainians will not will defend their women to the death. You know. Yeah, we really need we really need um, support from from the West with with um, with weapon right now we would really could use some air military there is, air there is no support. excuse for half those european countries that gave nothing and history they will mock these leaders that gave nothing to ukraine germany oh because we did something in 50 years time I look at you know just let ukrainian die and then we'll maybe change our defense policy you know and um there's all this financial stuff but selling gushing gas it's just sickening i was like tempted to just dump my german stocks today but I thought, well, it's not really the German companies that are doing these bad political decisions, to, you know, as far as I can tell. Yeah. So finally, they they have at least they have uh, put this this North Stream um, aside, right? They they only because there was international pressure. Yeah. Well, even 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 like that, that's 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 sober. That's that's a sober decision. I believe, but I, I don't think Europeans realize the danger. Just like they didn't realize it uh, in 1938 with Hitler, when uh, um, uh, Chamberlain went to negotiate with Hitler in 38. You know, they got this one year of peace, divided uh, divided the Sudets. You know, gave gave Hitler the Sudets, but then in one year, all, all hell broke loose. So they. Basically, my only explanation—that's how I understand—is 
they're afraid that Putin will pull out the, the nuclear um, the nuclear stick and threaten them if uh, you know soldiers would come to our land to help us to protect Ukraine to really end this quickly. They're afraid. But my question is, okay, if if you think Putin will be nice to you un, unless uh, you know a, a European NATO soldier will step on our land, why are you so sure you know he will you know he will not use that military uh, nuclear stick if you will uh, impose high, heavier and heavier sanctions? If he is a madman, he can use a nuclear nuclear power when he sees you know he's he's you know he's out of money he's uh, you know he, he wants to use additional pressure he can use it anytime <laughs> he can use it with sanctions or with the uh, with the support of the troops of nato uh, in the ukrainian land he can use it both ways but the question is do you believe that you need to destroy him and not just appease him that's the main question if i think europe still thinks we need to appease him you know saying that we need to really to stop him but in, in the back of the mind you think we need to appease him you know just to you know to give him enough time enough blood so we can be satisfied so that's i believe that's that's not not, not it's because thinking. most of central europe is atheist and they believe this is the only life there is so we we shall not be moral or um you know it's it's um everything's placed on an out secular humanism and so everything's about the self, you know. But uh, the Bible also, to be honest, I'm disappointed that the Bible's true in a sense when it comes to the revelation because we are reading so many signs from Jesus' predictions and revelation. Mm. The clearest one that is sitting in my mind right now is Jesus says, in the last days, men's hearts will fail them because of the fear of the things that are cropping up on the earth. Mm whatever that means, up on the earth. Um, people's hearts, I mean, we are believers and we still feel stressed out. We, we have physical symptoms because of what's happening around us, but we still have faith. So we may negate, negate these crises better. But people's hearts will start f- failing them. And this is a time for anyone listening to this show to get your heart right with God because you don't know when that nuclear button could be pressed. And then the book of Revelation over half the world dies in various war and and judgments on the earth. That's that's the last days. We're living we're living in the last days, and nobody knows you know what's going to happen. And and to me, this war is is a it can be mercy of God for some people because some people never think you know this going to end. And they're just trying to avoid the thought, but but this war should make us us thoughtful. You know, is it all That's we actually, have in this world? All we have. <laughs> this is there's a good book called the Scrutic Letters. Have you read it by C.S. Lewis? Mm-hmm. Right. So so in that book, there's a senior demon and a, and a junior demon, mm-hmm. and the junior demon is boasting to the senior demon, saying, "Look, we've got World War Two." Um, people are dying and everything like that. Yeah, this is great for our father's kingdom, you know, being Satan. And then the, mm-hmm. the senior de- demons like that, oh, you idiot. He says, don't you understand with this new world war, people are turning to the enemy because they, they're afraid, they're praying, they're finding the enemy's camp. He's going to the enemy's camp, which mm-hmm. is Jesus and God. So yeah, that's, yeah. that's what we'll see. When we were praying, uh, you know, these, these couple last couple of days, 
we we strongly believe that the explosions of of uh, of, of these bombs, the explosion of the rockets in the physical realm, God will bring out the explosions of the spirit in the spiritual realm because of the prayers, because of the intensifying of the of the spiritual activity, angelic activity. Lots of people will get saved, and as it says in the Bible, God will turn all evil to good for those who love God and call according to His purposes. Romans eight. I believe God is going to turn these things around. He will amaze the world, amaze Satan with his plan, how he lured him out, but he will save souls. I, I, I don't believe God wants people to die, but I do believe God is turning, because of our prayers, he is turning the table. He's saying, I will, just like on the cross, right? Jesus is dying, Jesus is suffering, Satan is uh, he feels, feels victorious, but at the same time, God is creating the greatest victory, the greatest blow to Satan's kingdom. Deadly blow, basically. His head got, got cut off on the cross. So that's what I believe is happening right now. The head of this dragon that was living in uh, Russia, in the um, Soviet Union is being cut off, chopped off in this, this moment. And that's interesting. <laughs> Zelensky, our president, is using the analogy of the Iron Curtain you know, we, we don't only hear the blows of the of the bombs and, and all the shellings. We hear we are hearing the the iron curtain falling on Russia. Uh, with you know, we just pray. He said, we just we just want this curtain, iron curtain, not to be on Ukrainian land, but it would be on the Russian land. That's his his uh, idea. His 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 um, thinking. But I think that's what exactly what Putin is doing. He's he's you know. This evil should be stopped in Ukraine and should be pushed back. It will be pushed back and the whole world will see the difference between um, a free soldier and a possessed soldier, possessed by propaganda, uh, who became a criminal. You know, these, these Russian boys, they became criminals just because they, some of them really believe it, others just afraid. But as you said, I believe you, you are responsible, we are responsible for our actions even, you know, in the Re Revelation, again, it says, the lake of fire. The, who will be in the lake of fire? The first word is the cowards. Yeah. Is it really the first one, the cowards? Why do you think yeah. God Check it puts, out. Why do you the think cowards, God puts... The cowards, the liars, uh, the cowards, the unfaithful, the liars, and, and, uh, and, and all the liars, it says. The cowards, the unfaithful ones, and all the liars is the place... In the lake of fire yeah check it out <laughs> it's there on that note my friend i think we should pray for ukraine definitely definitely shall you, you lead to pray? Yeah. yeah yeah oh well with with joy father we thank you for this day this hour we're living in because you are God, you are on the throne. And we thank you, Father, that you are with us in this hour. Father, we thank you for the blood of Jesus. We thank you for the covenant, new covenant in his blood. And we pray together on the basis of the covenant with you, Lord, that you will be our God and we will be your people. You will hear our prayers. So we pray that you would protect the people of Ukraine. You would protect the soldiers of Ukraine. 
you would give supernatural power to them. We pray you would save souls through this war. We also pray, Father, that you would bring fear and trembling in the hearts of those who came to kill, steal, and destroy. And we also pray, Lord, you would you would give Russian soldiers, those who are in your plan, Father, just turn to you, turn their hearts to you, mm. we pray. And our soldiers would turn their, their hearts to you in the name of Jesus. And this war would end, we pray, this war would end soon, end soon. And, and this evil would be stopped in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for Vladimir and his time together today, Lord. I pray for his protection, his family. I pray for wisdom that you'd use his words as as your for your purposes, Lord. His words would go out for like the, the word of God is like a sharp sword, Lord. Use Vladimir's words and um, let his words be strong for Ukraine. We pray, Father. We pray for just Ukraine in general. We pray for the leadership of the country. We pray for your angels to surround the soldiers to guard this land. We pray for a miracle that you would save Ukraine like you saved Israel in 1967, Lord. Only Amen. you can save Ukraine. Amen. Yes. No one can take the glory for this victory. We can take the we can be brave, but only you can save this country, Lord. Direct yes. the armies to where they need to be and thwart the enemy's attacks, Lord. We pray for your glory, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you very much for coming on the show and uh, we'll be in touch. And Thank you. Thank you. It was a pleasure and honor. God bless, my friend. Bye-bye. God bless you.